Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, guys, welcome to Bear Archery's Hunting 101's Cook Wild, presented by our boys over at Camp Chef. Guys, we have what is officially now my new favorite wild game dish maybe I've ever had in my entire life. We're talking elk chorizo breakfast tacos. We made it on the Camp Chef uh, griddle, just griddle. The, the Camp Chef uh, like foldable, collapsible grill that you can take anywhere on a, on a flat top griddle. So guys, if you want to learn how to make elk chorizo breakfast tacos, stay right here with Chef Mike Casaneta. Welcome to Bear Archery's Hunting 101 podcast, where hunters new and old come to learn and find inspiration from stories of hunts gone by. Everyone is welcome to enjoy the outdoor way of life, and there is no better time to start than right now. So let's head into the great outdoors with your host, Dylan Ray. Guys, I oftentimes say that I always have a binocular harness on my chest. What good is a binocular harness without a good set of binoculars? I am a sucker for fine Japanese glass. I love good optics. I love spending time behind it. Um, it's just fun. It's fun to go out and look at stuff. Um, but also, good optics make spotting and looking through them a whole lot more enjoyable. Koa Optics does it and does it better than anyone else, in my opinion. They have some of the finest Japanese glass on planet Earth. It's all I've used for the past, I don't know, eight years or so. This right here, the Koa 55, is one of the best products ever made in the history of the universe. It is the smallest, most compact scope you can get, but it still offers phenomenal glass. It's really hard to find... a. Uh, a spotter that is this small, this light, this compact. You can throw it in your backpack. You can leave it in your truck. It's so small and so compact, but it still offers phenomenal glass. This is one of my favorite products ever. Guys, if you're in the market for new optics, I would highly encourage you to check out Koa Optics because they are, in my opinion, the best glass that you can buy. Go check them out. All right, Mike. So before we dive into the actual making of the tacos, let's talk real quick about the ability to make wild game into chorizo because like that's something that like never would have crossed my mind mm -hmm. like i would if i had like ground deer i would maybe try to season it to taste like chorizo mm -hmm. but i would never like prep my meat into chorizo like yeah. at, at the time of butchering i would never prep my meat into chorizo but we had some elk chorizo and so I did a little digging into how to, when I go to process my next deer, I will be making a bunch of chorizo. So Absolutely. I was doing some digging into how to, how to prep that meat into chorizo. So chorizo is a Mexican sausage, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. It's not, it's not technically breakfast. Like you can eat it. You can eat it anytime, but, um, I mean, that's typically when we would eat it, you know, mix it we, with some eggs. We, we, my family. Oh, 
<laughs> I thought you said we together. That's that's what we would eat it. I thought you were talking Mexicans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> as a that's, nation, that's, that's when we would eat it as Mexicans. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's delicious. Uh, you literally, uh, we um, would you and I, <laughs> we uh, scramble it up with some eggs, some. Don't uh, jump into it yet. We got to talk oh, about how to make chorizo. First. Oh, how do you want to? Okay, so just how to make the actual. Okay, so. Chorizo is going to be a fatty sausage. So unless you're doing it out of like bear or like wild hogs, you're going to have to add fat. Like if you yeah. want to make it out of elk or deer, mm-hmm. um, moose, whatever you want to make it out of, you're going to have to add fat. So what I read, a good ratio would be four pounds of meat mm-hmm. to one pound of, of pork fat. So if I wanted to come out with five pounds of chorizo, then I would do four pounds of venison or elk or moose, whatever – and one pound of pork fat, and that would give me five pounds of chorizo. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I like it. So once you grind up your, we'll just say deer, because I'm a, I'm about to start deer hunting. Um, it's coming on us quick, so I'm about to start deer hunting. So we're gonna say deer, because the first deer I kill, I'm making chorizo. So I grind up the venison. I get four pounds of it, and then I add a pound of pork fat. What all do you add to season chorizo? So I would say um, one thing I like to personally do is add a little bit of vinegar to it. I think it's going to give it a little bit of uh, an acid pop, and um, I like a little brightness to it. But uh, you're going to add whatever the chili peppers you like to it. So, uh, for example, I just went to the Spice Merchant in uh, Wichita, and they have a bunch of beautiful ground peppers. So if you want some spice, you can add like chili de arbol. You can add some things um, like chipotle if you want a little smokiness to it. Um, personally, I like things like guajillo, um, paprika is going to give you like that nice color that you're going to notice from chorizo. chorizo is red. Yeah. Chorizo, like you're a, always going to have that typical, bright red orange. Almost. Yeah. That typical color to it. And that's where you're getting it from adding all the chiles to it. But you're always going to have things like garlic is going to give it the flavor, a little bit of onion, maybe, um, everything ground, of course. Um, now we're doing this all before we put it in bags and freeze it. Absolutely. Like, so you're going to, you're going to unthaw chorizo. You're not going to have to. You know, you're not unthawing deer and pork and then seasoning it afterwards. You're going to do all of this before you ever package it. Exactly. And, and so you will have your all your ground meats. You can add your uh, peppers that have been ground up into a powder. So um, adding things like cumin, um, it's going to give it all of your typical Hispanic flavors. So oregano, things like that. And, and you're gonna... adding quite a bit of this stuff, too. It's not like... Correct. Yeah. Because chorizo is a very... Uh, Spiced, very spiced. It's very I was say powerful. Like yeah, can, it's very present. Um, it's we can even uh, try to come up with a, something for the podcast. We'll have kind of like a just a easy base recipe yeah. of chorizo, you know, so we can have something for you. And what's so good about this is when you prep your meat that way, it's it's going to be saturated in all that pepper and all that flavor. Mm-hmm. I swear to you, you could have tricked me into thinking that was pork like, yeah i would have never thought i'm eating elk yeah and like, you'll you'll see so many recipes so many blogs and things like that to say oh you won't you won't know that you're eating deer you won't know that you're eating whatever and then you know if you're a hunter you know you might be like oh okay yeah you can barely taste the game or whatever but a, a random person who's never had game before is gonna be like yeah this is different this I, truly I is one of those things that you eat it and you're like this is just chorizo you know you would you would never have any idea it was seriously it was my it, it it was my favorite wild game dish I've ever had. So one of the beautiful things about if you do make chorizo like this, you can actually take some of this prepared chorizo and you can mix it with um, any kind of like elk or venison as well, and you can make burgers with it. 
Ah. Yeah. And then just, you know, throw some cheese on there, throw it on a bun, and it's insane. So I, next month, stay tuned for... Chorizo burgers. Chorizo burgers, but we're going to make it jalapeno popper burgers. Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, my gosh. What do you call those fat daddies? Where, where it's like the cheese and peppers is in the middle of the burger. What do you call that? Oh, Juicy Lucy's? Juicy Lucy's. That's what it's going to be. Fat daddies now. When they're made with game, they're fat daddies. <laughs> We're going to have <laughs> chorizo, jalapeno popper, Juicy Lucy's. Fat daddies. It's going to be good, too. Um, all right. So we have walked you through how to make the chorizo, like once you kill your deer and once you prep it. So if here's what I would do is if you take your deer to a processor, um, I would just tell them I want you know X amount of, of – venison ground up but don't freeze it yet because i want to do some stuff before i freeze it so um just call me right when it's done i'll come pick it up whatever um if you do it at home which i would i really want to start getting into more of i've only butchered a couple deer on my own but i want to get more into that so if you're doing that at home you would just grind your venison grind your pork mix it all together put it in your freezer bags and then freeze it so we unthaw our, our chorizo what'd you do this morning we did some magic this morning. Oh, my gosh. That's what we did. So, I had um, six tacos at 9 a.m. At least. At least six tacos. Uh, yeah. I thought he was going to throw up. But, uh, Still might. We started off uh, just searing off the chorizo, getting everything mixed up, threw down some oil. We, and you got that thing piped Yeah, that, that thing was smoking hot. So uh, these tacos were ready in no time. That was another benefit. I mean, you could have. I got to your house at 9 o'clock, and we were eating tacos at 9.30. I looked at my watch. Yeah, and that was us messing and that's what's around, filming. too. Like, yeah. We had to film it all and stuff, do interviews. and. So easily within 10 minutes, I mean, you could have fed a family of, what, eight people? Probably with, with everything that we easy, had. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I had one baked potato that I cubed up. I threw some oil down, got it um, seasoned Oh, so you up. already baked the potato. So yeah, I, the I had potato. a potato that was left over. I just cubed it up. I threw it down because, obviously, that's going to cut down the cook time. And um, we just scrambled all that stuff up, threw down four eggs on top of it, did some cheese, some salsa. Green that, chili verde salsa. Yeah, the best. So how did uh, you how did you season your potatoes? Because it went really good with the, the chili. Yes, um, achiote seasoning. Um, it is incredible. What's achiote? To, it is uh, made from an annatto seed. So it is like this beautiful um, Mexican seasoning that also makes things red. So the potatoes actually they look, look like sweet potatoes. Yeah, it looks like sweet potatoes by the time you see it. So when you see it and it looks like a sweet potato, that's why it's because. But we were just talking; it would be good with sweet potatoes. It absolutely would be good with sweet potatoes. It would add a little bit of sweetness with all the savory that's going on with the cheese and the salsa. So if you want to keep it a little more healthy, um, use that. But uh, the tortillas we use actually are a mix of corn and flour. So they're nice and soft, but it has a little bit of corn flavor as well. So Kind of like you, half corn, half flour. Yeah, best of both worlds. So <laughs> I just immediately wanted to bust out into Miley Cyrus. You get the best of both worlds. Hannah, Monta Hannah Montana. Oh, the OG. You wouldn't okay. have heard of it, probably. No. You were too old. You're like 60, something like that. So yeah. you're already past your prime at that point. But um, guys, listen, I am telling you right now. <laughs> this is one of the most incredible wild game dishes I have ever had. If you're into meal prepping, it's also going to be really good to make this mixture and then just throw it in your fridge and have breakfast tacos all week long. Um, and like Mike said, took 10 minutes. You are going to blow people away with this recipe. This is not – we literally went into a restaurant that you kind of contract with, mm -hmm. went into a restaurant, and we're like, hey, would you put this on the menu? 
and homegirl tried it. Like, and she, you know, I, I'm sure she's probably had wild games because of who her dad is, but I doubt she, you know, has had a lot of consumed a lot of wild game meat. And she was just like, 100 percent is delicious. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, that's actually elk chorizo. Mm-hmm. And she was like, holy cow, like this is phenomenal. And um, they were making more tacos as we we're yeah we're as leaving, we're leaving. So. They're like fork and one. But yep. guys, you are literally going to blow people away with this. It's not going to be something that can just get you by. It's going to be something that you are going to. Mike, you said this when you're making it. You're like, if people would try this at home, it would change their world. Yeah. Like, it would change their minds completely when it comes to wild game. So, mm-hmm. guys, try it at home. I, I I, don't challenge you. Like, I just I encourage you to try this at home. So, this year when you kill a deer make or an elk or a moose, whatever you're going hunting after, make you some chorizo and try these tacos. Now, what can they do if they have ground venison at home? They thaw it. Can they Can they get chorizo out of that? Like if they, they say, well, I don't want to wait until I kill another deer. I want to try this right now. Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, we will have a base recipe to kind of give you that chorizo uh, vibe to it. So, uh, yeah, thaw it out. Uh, you can mix it up, let it sit in your fridge just for a little bit. And, You're still uh, going to add fat. So yeah, still we'll still add fat. So we will, we will have a base recipe that they can follow and uh, give them just a rough idea of what you're looking at there i'm an arrow junkie i can't help it i love building arrows it's my passion uh i can remember growing up my dad it was for him it was sitting there sharpening knives he loved to do that for me it's building arrows it's sharpening broadheads it's fletching arrows it's it's playing with arrow weights and focs and all that good stuff i love going out in my bow shop and messing with arrows a good friend of mine dan he started a company called arrow junkie first off what caught my attention was the incredible looking apparel if you don't like Sasquatch carrying a bow, dragging a deer, there's something wrong with you. But as an arrow junkie, he sells me all the equipment that I need to build my own arrows from arrow saws, arrow squares, arrow uh, jigs, everything that I need to build my own arrows. He's got all the fletchings, all the wraps, all the glues, everything, broadheads, fill tips, inserts, outserts, everything you need to build your own arrow. Also, he puts out some really good information on how to build your own arrows. Guys, it doesn't have to be difficult, and it really doesn't even have to be that expensive. You can build an entire arrow building kit uh, for you know 400 bucks or so, and then all of a sudden, you can build the best arrows that you can possibly have because you're building them yourself. You know them. Um, you're putting the time and effort into them. So, guys, I would highly encourage you to check out Arrow Junkie for all your arrow building needs. He's phenomenal. They're phenomenal. Go check it out. Check the uh, description below, and we'll give you a, a simple recipe to try this at home. Um, but feel free to try some different spices. If you're like, man, I really like more oregano in it, whatever you might like flavor-wise, try it. Uh, try it out. See what you like. But, guys, please try this at home because it is phenomenal. Phenomenal.